we're not muted anymore. Oh god, that's a terrible idea. You should put me on mute at least. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, I should do that. If, if, if I'm putting you on mute, I've got to put all of us on mute because there's there's like no filter here. But that's alright, because welcome to the game will play itself. We're live. There are actually people on screens. Cool, we're, we did it. We did it, guys. We did Yay. it. High five, high five. High fives all around. High fives, we did it. <sighs> that makes me happy. I should not wear these because they're You're a cool dude, Hergelman. There we go. What? Sure, we'll go, we'll go with what you said and not what just happened. <laughs> we're not we're not making this the sunglass pod the show <laughs> i technically can't wear these because then i can't see any of our controls it's, it's fine uh i shouldn't wear these because they'll just reflect i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm playing wild star while we're doing what if i told play. what if i told you you take the green you take the red logo and everything goes black to normal you take the blue <laughs> logo and you can see how far down the rabbit hole this actually goes not very far. We're not very. <laughs> There's not much depth here. I wish there was, but it's actually more just kind of like, uh, like a little tiny. Uh, when you the... stick a shovel in the ground and then you have to get it back up, but you just kind of, you know, dig it's a little... you hit the frost layer and it's like just after one thing you're like, nah, I'm good. It's really just a deep footprint. Yeah, not even a deep footprint, but like, like you got a little bit of mud on the asphalt and you t you step into it and. Yeah. What are you lunatics babbling about? <laughs> this is the... Uh, the depth of the rabbit hole. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We, we are trying to define what the rabbit hole is for the game won't play itself. It's like podcast. a footprint, really. Yeah. But we like did it, guys. You're walking on, on dirt and like you're wearing a, you're wearing like a, a heeled boot. Just a heel print. That's really that's really it. That's it. Yeah. We have defined the podcast as a heel print. Can that be our new logo? <laughs> I don't know. I gotta talk to my graphic designer. <laughs> See if you can make the that. The game happen. won't play itself. Shallow as a teaspoon. <laughs> That's being generous here. <laughs> the game won't though. The game won't play itself. We're shallow, but at least we tell you. <laughs> We're up front. We're not going to mask it at all. No, no. There's no we point. We should do our intro thing now. Yeah. Now that we're rambling. <laughs> so, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the game won't play itself. We have your usual host here, Spike, aka James. Hi, everybody. We have your uh, not so usual host here, me, the Hergelman, and we have our special guest, Keith. Mr. Keith. I Don Hernandez. Maybe with Fernandez. a Fern Fern Fernandez. I, I knew I would screw it up myself, so I didn't say it. <laughs> I messed it up too, so don't worry there about it. There are only two people with that last name. <laughs> the two people used to be Dunn, and the other one was Fernandez, and then we got married. You see how that works? And then. And now it's Dunn Fernandez. Hello! Hello! The game won't play itself, peoples. And James and. Herg. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Take it. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. Yeah, it's uh, it's functional. Yeah, it's, I've, I've been called worse. Yup. <laughs> you sure have. <laughs> by, by even the people that we have in this current 
freaking chat. But anyways, guys, uh, obviously Will's not here. He's at EGX being, doing whatever EGX is and does and stuff. So he'll talk about that next week, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'll be here, probably just go, Will, tell us about EGX. And that'll be that. But yeah. And that'll be the podcast. And that'll be the podcast. Whole thing. Yep. Whole thing. Will just talking about EGX and me just smiling. I'll be there too. <laughs> I, I probably not. I have no idea what's going on. If here. you want, I don't, you, you <laughs> just gotta tell me. <laughs> I don't know. He may He's have gotta drag me in here sometimes. I don't know. What's going on. <laughs> I usually get the podcast started five minutes before we actually go live. I will usually get Chris to come on two minutes before we go live. <laughs> or even while we're during the show. Chris, Chris, we're live. We've been live for half an hour. Welcome to the podcast. You're here. I mean, the last time I tried to come on, I was I was um, LARPing, so I, I was literally up in the middle of nowhere with no cell service or anything. So I was trying to come in, but it just it didn't, it didn't work out. We got the weather report from you, though. Yeah, You definitely joined it with the weather report. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, I would I give tried it to provide give it a, a helicopter sound. Give it a six out of ten. Yeah, six out of ten. That's a generous it's offer generous. there. So, this is a gaming podcast. I think we talk about games and stuff. So let's talk about games. Okay. And stuff and stuff. So so who wants to start? I'm not. I'm the host. I get to talk to. I get to pick somebody at random. James, why don't you tell us about your gaming experience? My gaming experience? <laughs> oh, we're going to... Chris, I don't want to get that much hate mail just yet. What we'll do, actually, if you'd like, I will record that with you on a B-side, not on a Twitch stream, that I will allow you to release on your own channel if you'd like. I will just remove everything that is TIG Whippy, and um, it'll just be us talking about that. Unless it comes uh, up tonight. I mean this week. Like, what, what What? have you done this week? Rise of Iron. Okay. Destiny. Okay. First person shooter shooting things. Yep. That's, yeah. Been, got my Gallarhorn again. So happy about that. Or Yallerhorn, or however you say it. Yeah, so Rise of Iron came out. So that's been my time. I'm kind of going through the MMO rotation, which is WoW to Destiny, WoW and Destiny, Destiny and WoW. Hmm. Uh, that's kind of been my life. I didn't actually play any video games last night because I felt like being a normal human being and like doing normal human things and not sitting in front what? of a computer going. Uh, what, what's Keith. a normal human thing? I don't know. Uh, I saw, I went out with a friend of mine, met up with my girlfriend, watched a movie with her. You left oh, the house? Yes. Yes. I left the house for more than 30 minutes. That's insane. I know. And it wasn't for work either. Um, are you okay? I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 right. I want you to know that here at Tig Whippies, you can talk about anything with us. <laughs> except for not gaming. Except for not gaming. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about your normal life as long as it runs. <laughs> you don't have a life. You're just... Play a video game. Streamer! Why are you playing games, streamer? Streamer! <laughs> um, I actually even streamed like the, the story missions for Rise of Iron 2. Ooh. Yeah, it was pretty good. I talked to myself for an hour. That's yeah, that's how my mind go. Yep. That's fine. 
Just move it on to YouTube. It's fine. I mean, speaking of, I'm going to go host us because I totally forgot I have a channel. It's fine. I did it during the middle of work today. I just took my cell phone out. I was like, oh, Chris went live. Remember password? Host him. They're like, what are you doing? Don't worry. It's, I'm like, it's all right. I just had to check my email on my phone. <laughs> what? Was that somebody talking about programming? No. No. It's fine. Don't worry about it. How do I do it? Is it slash host TigWhippy? Yeah. And it's on your chat channel. Oh, right. There is an S in it. Yeah. There we go. There's the host. And there's... Boom. Hey! You get my watcher. Yay! Everybody clap. So, uh, Rise of Iron. I'm. It's It's good. It's more Destiny. I think they just released the raid today. I don't have a clan or anybody that I can play with for raids yet, nor am I ready for it because I don't stream this game 24-7 and can't, don't have the gear for it, but in all in good time. All in good time. Uh, as for WoW, I've gotten raid ready in that, ready to go with that. I still am enjoying it, especially because when I'm playing Destiny, I can take the Legion app and still have my followers and stuff mined for me. So I can still be playing WoW while streaming Destiny. So, video game inception. <laughs> Good old multitasks. Good old multitasking. That's, that's way too much. That's, I, um, uh, uh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, you've got... I can't even say it. <laughs> you've got Chris who's, like, streaming and what playing... Playing that, playing Wildstar. In some cases, when I'm actually streaming on my PC, I'm streaming while uh, finishing editing a, a video while another video is going up on YouTube. Hey, Monolith, how's it going? Good to see you. I'm gonna actually look at our chat for the first time ever. First it's time ever. Nice. We have a chat. Yeah, we have a chat. I'm staring at it. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just opening it up. How are you doing, Mono? Good, bad. I actually, different. I'm usually the one addressing the chat. Usually, usually you are the one addressing the chat. <laughs> when I'm on, James is just like, it's my chance to not have to pay attention. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's going. Hey, I understand. Hey, it's Friday though, right? Or Saturday, depending on what time zone you're in. Uh, but it's the weekend. We all get to at least enjoy that. Um, and I've got the weekend off, so there will be a lot of video games to be played. I don't know if I'm going to make my weekend to be off or not. I kind of want more dollars. Need the monies? The paper? Yeah, I need I need papers. Need papers? Mm. I need... My, my work from home is 9 to 5 Monday through Friday. How does that work, by the way? That, I've, uh, I've always been intrigued. I've been, at, I've been at the same job for 13 years. And uh, I was like, I don't want to come to this office anymore. Why don't I do this at home? So I do it at home now. That's all. Yeah, that's uh, almost what like how happened with me. Um, so my work was, was very tech-oriented, and for a long time I was able to pretty much do... I was supposed to pretty much do anything via TeamViewer to begin with. Mm. So like 
two thirds of the time I was using TeamViewer, so it's just like, yeah, uh, I'm just not gonna show up. I'm just gonna do it from home because it's, it's the same thing. I'm not gonna yeah, drive an no hour point. and a half across the state to deal with your thing. So yeah, is the hardware blown out? No. Okay, I can fix it. Does it have yeah. an internet connection? Okay, I can fix it. <laughs> More or less, yeah. We have these things for a reason. I, I, see, like, with the problem is with me is if I had a job that I'd work from home and I had to do something like that and I actually had to go out, just be like, okay, great. Now you like you hang up and be like, okay, I gotta go on site. Gotta put pants on. More or less. <laughs> it's, it's very accurate to that. That's not an understatement. Of uh, that's not a falsified statement. It's not. It's yep. Very, very true. Had to put pants on. That trust me, there. The, I I am a huge believer in days when you actually don't have to put pants on. Those are the best days. True. You wake up, just I'm good. I got nothing to do today. Just a fair warning, there are puppies uh, to the chat. <clears throat> Excuse me, to our chat, mostly. There are puppies. Um, there are corgis. Yeah, there's there's two corgs here today. So That's, they may show up, they may not. Hey, if we if we get those, they'll probably give us more views. It's true. You should get Everybody. a corgi cam for you. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do. I do have a corgi cam. We can't use it in Skype. Because, I mean... I might be able to use it in Skype if I could make some weird... It's fine. Jerry Rig What's it? When Discord uh, comes out with the cool stuff, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do it then. Because Discord does video calls soon. It's true. I'm excited. Um, oh, that's, that is a news development. That's yeah, something. do that. Yeah, that's uh, Discord, Discord is working on doing video stuff, too. Also, if you haven't seen... You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my thing in here. Uh, while I'm grabbing my link... James, would you be so kind as to open up my accessibility to launch links at people? I think you have that. I have no idea if I have that or not. I mean, I know I'm in something. Just thing. Uh, uh, try it. Just throw a link in there and see if it has... I don't have any blockers on, so you should be able to... Uh... Zam! That's not... Oh, I don't know what that is. Don't click that. <laughs> oh, no. no. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and click that. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, it's not weird or anything. I mean, it is weird, but it, it's fun. <laughs> is this like a weird as in like, I'm going to get a virus and need to have my pop-up blockers on weird? or uh, No, it's weird. You'll get a chuckle out of it. Okay, weird. I'll get a chuckle out of it. Weird. Yeah. yeah it's uh, it's not bad. All right. Give me a sec here. I just <laughs> exit out of like dashboards and stuff. I hit the wrong button. I did the thing where I tried to copy it manually and then it didn't work. Control C, Control V? Yeah. Discord has a has a button for it, so it's. Oh man, it was so itchy. Yeah, there's a there's a link to my Discord chat. I'm currently not in it, so I can't hear you right now. But uh, I swing by there fairly frequently, and also use that for my streamy streams. So if you ever see mine going up and wish to tune in, feel free. But enough self plugging. Uh, what else? What else do we usually talk about here? other news in the game um space space game space space uh, call of duty's recent uh trailer actually has more dislikes than likes now i don't know if that's an it's about time moment or a that's surprising moment it's like a three like a four games too late kind of moment yeah 
I mean, I don't. I guess the, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna open up this rabbit hole here. Uh, I've looked at the gameplay for Call of Duty, and I've looked at the gameplay for Battlefield, personally, and I it's just, just it just looks boring. And you get a timeout. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah. I'm looking on my iPad. Yeah, you get a timeout, Craig. <laughs> thank you for the thank you for the input, but you get a timeout. It just, I looked at it. it just it looks more of the same. I mean, I know it's like they're tra- they're adding gadgets and stuff, but it just one's it's going just to more World gadgets War- to the same thing. Yeah. It almost feels like DLC to to the same game. Like, why? What, what could could have this have just been DLC to all the other Call of Duties? Like, nope, they can't sell that for sixty, seventy dollars. <laughs> they could and then make maps for like fifty more dollars. I mean, they could. They could, but then no one would buy it. Oh, my nose is so itchy. I hate it. Ah. I don't even know if you're off camera or not. <laughs> it is. You're off camera. But it, it just... It, it doesn't look good. And, and I know that there's a ton of people who have who have a following for that and they really do enjoy it. And if you like it, you know, you want to spend your 60 bucks on it, hey, I'm the guy who... Uh, who plays World of Warcraft and will put, play $15 a month and drop $35, $40 on a new expansion. But that's me. I'm You're the guy insane. who burns like 20 bucks on a free-to-play game and play it for like, you know, a day. Hey, I definitely could use those diamonds. They definitely could help out. Yep. But it just doesn't look good. Maybe maybe next month. Maybe next month they'll help out when I, you know, come back to it and go, you know what, that was kind of fun. <laughs> you know what? I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that for a time. But yeah, my my week has been Rise of Iron and Des- Destiny, and wow, that's all I've been playing. I've actually have some videos that I will be putting up, and I should probably be focusing on day- getting back to Deus Ex soon because I have that playthrough that I'm still working on, so that Will can actually start talking to me about the game, and I just don't have to do this every <laughs> single time he talks about it, so I can't hear anything. <laughs> but that's me, Chris. You haven't been on the show in a while. Why don't you give uh, us a little bit of a recap? All right, so... <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, the last time you saw me, I was in the process of going to a live-action role-play event where you actually become the character. In this case, I was actually working it, so it was kind of uh, not really me being my character. I ended up being a rat uh, who was on fire. <laughs> um, and the town killed me, revived me, uh, cast a spell to speak to me, and then proceeded to teach me how to read and gave me a book on how to heal. Okay. Question. What what level is the intelligence of your rat? Uh, not very high, <laughs> but enough to understand how to go get food and how to get food in a more consistent manner. Okay. So, uh, they gave me food and then taught me how to heal. So, uh, well, taught me how to read so I can go learn how to heal. And then, um, I'm hoping that next time I'm, you know, there... As an NPC, they're going to let me be that rat again and come in and heal people in the town, whether they need it or not. <laughs> just just play the healing rat? Yep. The rat cleric? Yep. Now, is this based off a certain system, or is it a homebrew? 
Um, it's technically a homebrew. Okay. So, uh, I found that pretty much the way LARPing and tabletop gaming works are, are a little different. Um, namely in, you don't really use numbers in LARPing. Right. I mean, some places do, but this particular place doesn't. It's, if you get hit with something, it's always one damage unless it's specified in a shout. And that's only spells that specify that. For the most part, everything else is a different skill. It, it modifies the way you interact with stuff. So, like, maim prevents you from using the limb that gets maimed. Uh, para uh, paralysis paralyzes you. Um, knock back knocks you back 10 feet. Knock down means you have to get down, lay flat on your back on the ground, and then you can get back up. So however long it takes you to do that, you're totally vulnerable. Um, and then every time you get hit with a weapon... That's one damage. Like that's that's what that is. Is and it like the specific like one damage, one damage, one damage, one damage, or is there like? Yes, a... it's like one damage, one damage, one damage, one damage. Um, and when you're down to your final HP, you can only be killed by a shot to the chest. Okay. So it's not like, a even shot for to new the players. Booty. Not a shot to the booty, because the booty's in the bikini zone. If you get hit in the <laughs> bikini zone, it don't matter. <laughs> that's a no zone. That's a no go zone. That's a no go zone. <laughs> that's boring. Uh, well, it's it's mostly to. No, I'm kidding. I was discouraged. No, nut shots. Keith is into other type of live action role playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see you at the next event. <laughs> Twenty five minutes in. Thank you. Twenty five minutes in before we finally we we went there. Uh, oh hey. Hello, M. No booty shots. Uh, uh, booty shots do sometimes happen. Uh, it's kind of inevitable. If you're swinging at someone's back and they turn or, like, jump <laughs> or uh, anything that gets their booty prominently in your face while you're attacking them, there will be booty shots. See, uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just getting the, this mental image of just, like, any anime <laughs> when, like, the schoolgirl accidentally gets hit in the booty and just goes, oh! And it's just, like, just... Hardcore, like a live action role playing guy, like I'm an orc. Whack. Oh. <laughs> um, they also encourage you to play to uh, your your body type a little bit too. So like, elves, they don't like short people being elves. They don't like tall people being dwarves. Um, if you can find a way to kind of mask that, like the the keg boots, this one guy did. Um, keg boots. Yeah, there was, there was a guy who was trying to LARP as a dwarf, but he was too tall, and he knew he was too tall. So what he did was he made um, a shoe covering that covered, like, up to mid-calf, mid, uh, mm -hmm. and then extended that out as a, uh, as a keg. And then on his knee, like, surrounding his knee was a shoe with a strap over it, so he had kegs strapped to his feet. <laughs> To make himself appear taller, that yes. he was a dwarf. Yeah, he was a dwarf, and very obviously short, according to the <laughs> costume. It was brilliant. I, I thought that was absolutely genius. Um, if you can, if you can convince your play, like that—that's rule one of role playing, right? I'm willing to let you do this. You just have to justify to me why you can do this. Exactly. Um, so it was really interesting. The the town. It's uh, the town is called Elderwood, 
Um, and at the time I showed up, it was like at the end of a major story arc. Okay. Where the realm of, I think it was Shadow. Yeah, the realm of Shadow was seeping into the world. And the town had to close all of the gates to the realm of Shadow. So everything was Shadow. Everything was Shadow all the time. During the day, it was Shadow-tainted creatures and stuff. During the night, it was just straight-up Shadows. And at night with Shadows, it's terrifying. You can just be walking and then all of a sudden a swarm of black figures just seep from the darkness. And you can't see them because it's out in the middle of the woods. It's pitch black out there. The only lights you're allowed are any form of lantern you can carry that look like an old-school lantern or glow sticks from the light spell. So it's dark. That sounds really cool, though. Oh, it's so cool. Um, we were really short-staved, and we almost destroyed the town because the shadows were too strong. Um, we actually, we were told by the, the uh, event runners, dial it back. Like, just, just don't, just don't. Just pull, pull back a bit. Just do a thing. Okay, so, but M, some, next some... time, next time you're here in Connecticut, we'll see about, see if you can stop by for a week, and then at the end of the week, we'll go for uh, a weekend LARP, and I can bring you to this one. It'll be awesome. We'll grab as many people who want to go, but it's so much fun. It is worth it. Uh, as you were asking? I was going to say, I keep... Uh, the the only experience I've had with LARPing, it wasn't even a LARP that I did, and once again this could be me being jaded by it, but it was I was at UConn going to school, and there was a Vampire the Masquerade, LARP. Oh, those are really dumb. If you use a tabletop system, you're probably not going to have that much fun. Yeah, and but the thing is, like, it was like I think it was because I've played Vampire uh, as a tabletop RPG, and it wasn't bad. Yeah. Tabletop doesn't translate into interpersonal interaction. You become kind of obsessed with the rules, and the rules become way more important because you are physically doing the things. Whereas if you have a system that's built around having to physically do the things, it's already engineered for you to do that. You don't have to worry so much about the nitty-gritty of it. Right. I, th I think it was just an excuse for people who dressed who want to who wanted to to dress up like goths and find places in the woods where they could smoke weed and drink wine. Yeah, that's pretty much what it sounds like to me. But like, they should just do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're vampires, which makes it that's cool. Because nice. we're can vampires. Also, you can still do that. That's fine. Uh, yeah. No, it was. <laughs> it's. It's cool. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Um, it's cool, dude. <laughs> you like the vampires, do you? Oh my god, it was it was hilarious. Oh yeah, Heather would totally. Heather would be our healer. Um, <laughs> well, so uh, we found the healer. <laughs> Heather's pretty much our dedicated healer. In everything, uh, more or less. In everything, <laughs> she she just she likes being helpful. So like that's she'll go for healing as much as possible. Like, so you're you stay in the back and just throw magic at me. It'll be good. <laughs> I got this. Um, so, it, oh my god, my favorite moment of the uh, of the entire thing was uh, the main event, which was shutting these rifts, happened, and um, it, we were royally outnumbered. We are royally outnumbered. It was like four players per cast member. Okay. So, and when you're actually fighting, that adds up real fast. If, of course, 
you aren't super OP. Um, we, we were fighting around a forge. Okay. And there were these lanterns around. And the lanterns were supposed to keep the shadows at bay. However, just before the actual event happened, the, uh, the director said, ignore the lanterns. You don't care anymore. <laughs> so these people crowded around these lanterns and are like, you ha uh, one of the people, um, the two people, the, the main story people for uh, the interaction had a quick bout. It was just, um, you're not allowed to come within 10, uh, 10 feet or so or something like that of the lantern. And the bout was, haha, your light doesn't affect us anymore. It was great. There was an NPC that was just roaming around shouting insults at <laughs> the uh, the players. And we corralled all of the players into this tiny little forge area. And anytime we could, if someone stepped out from the wall of protection that everyone kept building. They had like, I think four or five priests just forming walls of protection around the whole place. So they had layers and layers of defense against us. So when stuck a toe out, we would instantly paralyze them and drag them out of the zone. It was amazing. It sounds like a zombie movie. It was more terrifying than that because we're intelligent. Okay, okay. So then then to me, it sounds like the, uh, what's the name of the book? It, it's the Will Smith. Oh, I Am Legend. I Am Legend, but the book I Am Legend. Where yeah. the vampires are actually extremely intelligent and do this kind of stuff. Yeah, we're not like societal, but like we understand basic hunting tactics right um so it, it it was great people were slowly trying to make their way uh back towards town because we were just pushing them back away there was this one girl who was standing there and um when when you're protecting yourself with uh with magic um you have i think it's like one minute per mana or five minutes per mana but you have to be chanting uh whichever whatever source protect me where i stand you can't move while doing that. So this girl's standing here chanting, spirits protect me where I stand, over and over again. So one shadow just, like, sneaks up just, like, hissing, because that's what we do. We just go, ah! Um, one just does that and just kind of looms over her. You can hear her get a little nervous, and a few of us catch on. So we had six of us, out of the, like, 20 of us, six of us surround this poor girl, and she gets swallowed by shadows. None of the other players could see her anymore. And everyone's like demanding, where is this person? What's going on? Oh, so great. I just, I just imagine uh, 28 days later, something in the attic playing. <laughs> if you know that song, listen to it. I think I do. I think I, I know which one that is. Um, but like her, her chanting went from just like spirits protect me where I stand spirits to like frantic high pitch spirits protect me where I stand. Just like trying to keep it going, just panicking. It was great. It was fantastic. We scared the ever-living Jesus out of them. Um, besides that, I have been playing all sorts of things and also working on a few projects. Uh, as you guys may know, yes, I'm forming a game company soon. 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 I think cool. our we're we're on a hovering date for October first. Okay. Um. That date may change. We may move in sooner. We may be a little later. That's dependent on my meeting later this in the next in the next week. Um, project one is where's oh they left. Project one is corporation, where you play as a corgi in a corporate workforce. Um, 
there's another project and there's two other projects besides that going on. And the one I've been streaming is Project 4. And I am so very, very excited about it. To those of you who have gamed with me for a while, you will know just how much I love Dawngate. And Dawngate was the greatest game I have ever played. I'm trying to recreate that spirit. I'm trying to remember Dawngate. Um, it was the one that League of Legends stole the aesthetic from. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like how that's what you recognized it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm really excited to be doing that. I'm looking for all sorts of places to, to grab, like, inspiration and whatnot. Uh, and I'm currently working on just the control setup. So that's what I've been working on on my streams. As far as actual games I've been playing, I went back to League just to, again, get a feel for other MOBAs besides Dota. I'm going to be playing Strife at some point. I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i been playing a little bit of Smite. Not a whole lot, a little bit. Um, and I picked up Wildstar because I just... WoW came out and I had a craving for MMOs and I am not really into WoW. It just never... It, it felt addicty to me. Like, they were just trying too hard to get you to keep playing. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it works, but yeah, it, it definitely works. It's not, it's not <laughs> like they, they that's what their game model, their business model is based on yep. or anything. Uh, so I, I picked up Wildstar because I wanted to play it for a long time beforehand when it was, you know, showing and everything. And then it came out and I just simply didn't have the money to actually play it. Um, and then it went free to play and I just kind of glossed over that because I was, you know, super hype about Crowfall, which I'm still super hype about Crowfall. So, uh. That's probably the next big MMO I'm going to end up playing. Um, what else? That's, that's pretty much pretty much it. Um, as far as news goes, Doom just released their free update number three. They're adjusting the map balancing so that you can play DLC maps a little more frequently. Um, I think they said a 25% chance of loading up a DLC map. Um, Hopefully soon the competitive circuit is going to be on way. I'm in a Discord chat for the competitive uh, market of Doom. So I'm excited to be right up there in the forefront. Uh, so when that starts happening, listen for my voice and expect the shoutcasting. I'm excited yeah. for that. I'm very excited to be shoutcasting. And what else you got? That it? And uh, more? I recently... Oh, I picked up the um, Storm Giants uh, pack for Roll20 for uh, tabletop stuff. Okay. I uh, haven't played it yet. I'm looking for a group. Well, I, I put up the LFG on Roll20. Looking for a group and a GM. So, if anyone wants to get into tabletop games, uh, let me know. Just send me a message here. I'm in the chat as Hergelman. Just send me a DM and I'll talk to you about that. Um, and I started running Rise of the Rune Lords for some people, and I've, uh, I've been doing it to practice my, my vocals Your and vocals. do more more voices, broader vocalization, more techniques, etc. Voice acty things because I'm going to need it because I'm going to have to voice characters myself at some point. Well, I'm assuming you're going to make call on your friends who also have fancy microphones and live five minutes away from you and can do various accents. Um, and we actually impediments. Apparently. And speech impediments. Um, yeah. What? 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 That what, counts as an accent, right? Mama ma, 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 ma um, said that uh, 
talk it's like a wonderful person. You do talk like a wonderful person, James. Thank you. I I'm try. not your mama, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're setting up a recording space for it too, so we're going to be doing our own uh, recordings, we're our own our own foley art and everything. So it's going to be kind of in house. Uh, it's also going to be rentable, so anyone in Connecticut who wants to utilize a recording space, please hit me up as well. Pricing is going to be starting relatively low and probably increase at later times just because we're going to learn how to price things properly as opposed to being really bad at it. Um, it's on a kind of first-come, first-served basis. Um, I believe there is a YouTuber who I intend to work with already. Um, if anyone happens to know... Uh, Nintendo fangirl, uh, I believe she's going to be utilizing our recording space, and that's going to be pretty exciting because she's relatively popular. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's the sum total of everything. I'm I'm all set. I'm all I'm done. Great. <laughs> the temptation to just hit end call was really high. Good, done, nailed it. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. All set. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. Drop. Take the mic. Just drop it. <laughs> He muted it now. I don't think he... <laughs> so, Keith... Up, actually. <laughs> Keith, what have, what have you been up to? Uh, well... Uh, this is going to sound very, very unimpressive compared to uh, the Hergelman over there. Last weekend, I was under stress, and so I wanted to just play something that was mindless. Okay. So, I played Peggle 2 on PS4. Oh, man, I love Peggle. I love Peggle too, and I decided to do. And it, it seemed like every, I, I just kept getting trophies. So I was like, okay, <laughs> so, so I'll I'll do a tr uh, like a trophy run and try and get all the trophies. And some of them are, <laughs> some of them are hard. So I did that, and then uh, I got a game to review i have not finished the review yet for psnation.com but um it's dear esther which started out as a mod for half-life in like 2007 and it got popular and they kick-started it or something and then it went to pc i haven't finished all my research for the review yet but um it's a walking simulator and uh, it was made by the Chinese room before they made Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. And um, it it is Everybody's Gone to the Rapture without um, the mystery or interaction or plot. And there's a child downstairs yelling, so that probably just went right through my microphone. And because uh, I heard it in my head, in my headphones, I was like, "Shut up!" Shut up. And uh, and um, so I played it through once. It took probably about two hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was thinking, "Geez, um, hmm." So then I started uh, playing it with commentary because this is the legendary edition for PS4 that just came out on Tuesday and uh, and in the commentary um, the developers are like um, yeah there's no reason for that it's just there etc and I was like hmm maybe that explains my reaction to the game and why I wrote <laughs> in my notes 
why why did I just walk all that way to a dead end for no reason and find nothing and come back? It has all this narration that when you first start playing it, you're like, well, wow, this is really well delivered by this narrator guy. And it's it's very well written. It's very flowery and Britishy, and he has a British accent. And um, you're sort of like, well, okay, I must be around World War One or World War Two. That's what I'm going to assume where I am. And then at some point in the game, you come across like a uh, what looks like a computerized defibrillator. And I'm like, well, now what? when am I? <laughs> <laughs> what Wait. the hell is that? What? <laughs> Why? And. Uh, so I got to the end and I just sort of thought, well, hmm. That was a thing. That was a thing. Mm, now mm. I got to put a number score on a thing. That's exciting. Yeah, there's, from what I remember, when that came out, there wasn't really a whole lot of other games uh, of that type. Um because of memory service, it started again. You said it started out as the, as the mod, and I think that's where it really took off and where it really got a lot of its acclaim was during that phase, right? Um, and that was a predating pretty much everything of that type. There weren't really all that many um, games that were prominent and kind of that walking simulator. There wasn't anything like uh, uh, Everyone Gone to Rapture or, or anything of. Those other similar titles that I can't think of because I'm just I'm busy doing missions and wild star. <laughs> um. Bastard. Uh, no, you're absolutely correct. It, it seems like, and I could be misspeaking here, but it seems like that was basically the first walking simulator. More there may have been less. other ones, but that's that's pretty the much first one of note. Of note, yes, uh, because the you know the graphics. Uh, were great and the music was engaging in the narration and all of that. But the other thing with the narration is <clears throat> while you're playing this and wondering if you're supposed to be as bored as you are, he's rambling when you when you walk by, you know, where you, you're walking around these paths and you'll trigger another narration. And um, but you're so busy thinking, how do I how long is this going to take me to finish? That you miss everything he says, and you're starting to go, what, who, what's happening? And I seem to remember reading that, that or hearing on other podcasts that people were like, well, he's reading letters from his wife that he's finding as he tries to figure out why she died. And I'm like, huh, that wasn't my experience at all, because it's a man who says, dear Esther. So he's definitely not reading a friggin' letter from his wife. He's writing them. Or is that not even him? Is he finding letters? By the way, in the game, you don't find any letters. So the narration yeah. is just, Dear Esther, this happened in this, and flowery, flowery, with a, with a British accent. And, um... My dearest Esther, I am <laughs> writing you today, because it's a Sunday, and we've got a tight bit of chill in the air, and, and I worry about your health, because you happen to have the vapor sometimes. Yeah, I still don't know what, the what what happened to Esther, and I don't know who I was or why what happened to me at the end happened. Uh, uh, I'm not going to spoil it because, you know, people will want to play it. I'm sure there's some out there, but there's something that happens, and I was like, 
Huh? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Huh? Uh, but it does remind me a lot of Everybody's Gone to the Rapture in, in certain ways. And it sort of mir it tries... <clears throat> Everybody's Gone to the Rapture sort of uses a lot of what they learned from making Dear Esther. And it's it's like that was the hanger. And then Everybody's Gone to the Rapture was the mir suit tries, that they <clears throat> sort of Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was the framework for them to learn how to make everybody's gone to the rapture which i thought was a really awesome game but uh, but it wasn't that it started as a mod because if you think of it as if you think of it as a a game company that that makes a game and then makes a sequel or makes a game and makes another game or does a game jam and comes up with this and then decides to make everybody's gone to the rapture based on dear esther in some way, artistically and and you know gameplay wise, and and but expand upon it, you wouldn't release Dear Esther as a game. You keep it in house and look at it and say, how did this work and how did that work and what are we missing? And you wouldn't put it in front of people and say, here, wander around this island for two and a half hours. Or at the very least, you would go back and you would clean it up. Well, they have gone back and and uh, cleaned it up, but it doesn't change the game play in quotes at all mm. it, it just makes it a little prettier and the sounds better you know well, uh, not so much like the 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 assets cleaned up but i mean like the design of it clean up um going back and like clipping off some of those dead ends that have no purpose um just kind of making the thing flow a little better have it so that it's not you know going Expanding the gaps between cerebral pieces where you're wondering what's going on um, so that you have time to actually process things and, and, and go through it. Because it sounds like you, you would go through, you'd hit a letter, and then before it would be totally finished, like before your thoughts could really take the moment to reflect on them, it sounded like you were hit with another one. Oh, no. Let, uh, I, will, I will tell you about... Uh, 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 I just cannot talk. It's Friday. <laughs> it's, it's fine. No, it's good. It's good. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Let me it's explain. Better than what we usually do. Let me explain. Uh, you're, you go into an area, and you're going across a bridge. When you hit the bridge, it triggers a letter. Yep. Now, you're, the bridge is in an enclosed space mm -hmm. with four mm -hmm. other paths, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll walk down all these paths and see what they trigger. Right. Mm -hmm. They didn't trigger anything. But I wasted 20 minutes doing it. And I could see the end of the path from where I was standing on the bridge. So actually, I gained absolutely nothing from that at all. And if they were to clip these things off, the game would be about 20 minutes long. So so let me ask Chris something here. Chris, as somebody yep. who knows about level design in yes. games, um, not everything... Are you... A, is? Is using this as kind of like a trope to trap somebody a good thing, or is it something where they're just being lazy? Because, or should we just look at it because it's a mod and they do the this things? This is a hard one to say because it did start out as a mod, and you know there may be some level of preservation by having some of this. But overall, you don't want to send players out to places without giving them something back. If they wanted to keep the dead ends, I would have probably looked into putting something at the dead ends that's new. 
or just clipping the dead ends off. Um, so you're, you're, I would honestly clip the dead ends off, but putting new things in there and expanding on what was already existing would also be a really good thing to do. So uh, having the dead ends is a bad thing. Now, here's the question. You know, mm -hmm. would you have kept all, if you were going to keep the dead ends, would you at least keep one or maybe two of those dead ends as red herrings? Because they could be just red herrings. Or do you always think there needs to be gratification as a gamer for exploring? There needs to be some level of either threat or gratification, in my opinion. Um, yeah, because if you if you go down a couple of those and you just stop going down them, and if there was something down one of them, you know, like what you're saying about red herrings, uh, if I go down two of those and there's absolutely nothing there, or four of them and there's mm -hmm. nothing there, then I am disinclined to continue to... Um, Keep going to investigate down. any little offshoots that may or may not occur. Yeah, it's a method of building your railroad tighter and tighter. Instead of giving you any level of avenue of um, moving to the side or exploration, which is a major element in some of these uh, walking sims, is the availability of exploration. There's not a whole lot of action gameplay, so you're not getting any of, like, out of the gamer archetypes, these aren't engineered for the killer. They're not going to be going out hunting for anything. They're going to be for the explorer and the socializer, mostly. Right. The controls uh, are walk and uh, zoom in your vision. That's it. Yeah. Not even pick up and rotate object? No. Nope. Um, Layers of in, fear it ain't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in that circumstance, I would think that if you wanted to run a red herring into this, um, since it is in the format of letters, getting to a point triggering partway through the path so that while you're going down the path, he starts talking again. And then timing it so that when you reach the very end of the path, he interrupts himself and says, no, no, no and starts writing a new letter. Or finding a new letter. Or finding a new letter or like finding um, a, uh, a partially written letter or like... Um, a torso or... Anything of interest? Liter literally anything <laughs> of interest. Anything that, that, that gives that differentiation. Um, if you want to have a dead end like that, especially in a walking simulator, you want something that lets the player know that that's the end of that line. But also gives them a reason to go down there to begin with. Right. Because, I mean, if there's other interesting things throughout the game, you're not going to find them. It's just because you're not going to look for them. It's, it'd be a waste of your time. Because you, you've gotten red herringed. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, at the end of this game, you, I should say, right from the very beginning of the game, you are facing uh, a very sort of a tall hill that has a beacon on it. Mm -hmm. So as a gamer, you know that's where I'm headed. That's your weenie. This whole, this whole game is me getting from here to that red flashing light up there and so when when all these red herrings start happening you start to go okay now what's my path to that red light because i'm not wandering around these areas anymore i want to get to the end of this and I see if there's, if there's anything that that, that is worthwhile I guess w without asking you, you for a review or a score or anything like this, if you w 
were playing this game and you didn't have to review it, would you have stopped? Would you have stopped playing it when after a couple red herrings? If you picked this up for personal. Yeah, if you, if you weren't reviewing this thing without... without I mean, if you, unless you think this will ruin your review and you don't want to give out that information, I completely understand. No, no. If I... If I had purchased this game, and I I would have because it was Chinese room, and I loved everybody who's gone to the Rapture so much, I gave it a ten. Okay. And if because of its reputation as being a good game and a really interesting experience, I definitely would have gone ahead and bought it, and I would have had the same experience, but I would have wanted to get to the end because of its reputation and because I know it's a short game. So okay. I know it's not it's not going to take me 20 hours to get there. If that were the case, uh, no. I would have deleted it from my hard drive right away <laughs> and said, FTS, no thank you. <laughs> but because I know it's a short game, I, I would have gone to the end anyway. I mean, I started a second play with commentary, hoping against hope that the commentary would explain why they did some of the things that they did and all of this and instead the the freaking guy was like oh yeah it's not that's not there for any reason we just thought it looked funny or you know this area is just it's just you know our brain filled with diarrhea or some you know and i was like you're not helping your review here dude at all (laughs) because as I said, that was my impression, and I was hoping you were going to change my mind by giving me some great artistic, you know, view into your into your work. And your work was, eh, fuck it. We'll just leave that there. So. Yeah, that is unfortunate that uh, that's kind of the way they ended up going about it. Because you get other games, like, um, especially... I think the best ones to to utilize in this circumstance are the Telltale games. They're not quite a walking simulator, but they have a little bit more um, depth. A, a little bit more depth. They also have things placed there for unique and distinct reasons. Um, right. They don't they don't really place anything that doesn't have a purpose. At the very least, it's covering up some level of flaw in the physical space. And you're giving um, player agency. Yes. Which uh, is right. So that's that's the most important um yeah in my games. opinion yeah because if, if you're sitting there if you're sitting there you're it's really you're just watching a movie that you have to press an x button through yeah it's there's there's some level of need for things to be in there and the weird thing about game design is that um it, it gets better the the more smooth it is but in a way that also draws out of realism. Like, we know in real life, there are dead ends. There's dead ends all over the place. Things just generally aren't engineered with level design in mind, whereas in games, everything is kind of set up, usually, to to provide players a loop. At the very least, um, if there's a dead end, it's a short little divot, usually. It's usually not a long pathway. Exceptions being maze games, but... There's almost you, you, always, but you know what you're in. getting yourself into if you're playing a maze game. It's not like yeah, yeah. It's you're not disillusioned by it. It's not like I'm playing my Call of Duty and then all of a sudden there's just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um. What happened? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ran into the enemy spawn, but the enemies aren't spawning here. How do I headshot this better? <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah as far so, as you know, so that was that was my experience with that. I mean, I, I'm fascinated to hear what you have, what else you have to say about about that in game design, though, Chris. Yeah. Um. So. It sounds like I'll just take over your job, James. You can go home. Go ahead. Oh wait, you are home. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just alt tab to this and okay, (laughs) go ahead, guys. Let let me know when I need to talk again. It sounds like they they succumbed to, uh, in this case, they succumbed to just the um, sprucing up of visuals and not really much else besides that. It didn't sound like, I mean, visuals being. You know, audio as well, anything that's being consumed aside from the actual structure of the game. It didn't sound like they, they made any changes to the to the build itself. Right. And it, it I think unfortunately that may be because um the game was so successful in its time that perhaps it didn't occur to them that they needed to change anything for new players. Yeah. Who weren't around uh, for Half-Life mods and, you know, all the rest of that. And that, that I think, is the unfortunate element that's playing here. It's just, it, it just seems like a mod in a different engine from what it sounds like. Yeah. It's still the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Much, a much higher right. quality mod, but still a mod. Yeah. And this so, is uh, why we have it. So, <laughs> so, so wait <laughs> to find your review coming out in the near future on the website, which I have so lovingly posted on the screen for you. Yay, psnation.com. I just did, uh, did, did psnation.com slash author slash son underscore of underscore OD. That's correct. <laughs> that's me. I know. I went directly to you. Don't worry about those other guys. Start with Keith. That's me. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. you. <laughs> actually, I actually wanted to, since we were talking about the subject of reviews, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about reviews. In a sense of this, as Tig Whippy, or the game will play itself, or whatever way you want to call it, um, is starting to grow, and we are starting to show some presence on various other media, social media outlets, we are starting to, we're coming to the point now where we're actually thinking about reviewing games ourselves. It's, uh-huh. We are a podcast. It's what we do. We should probably start doing these things. And one of the discussions I've been having with Will, and I'm going to bring that, drag that discussion into the podcast to you mm-hmm. guys, is how we're planning on doing about it, cause, going about it. Because there's obviously the traditional metric of 1 to 10 or 1 to 5 for review purposes i think um, we should use lunch meats as our rating system lunch meats <laughs> yep i was uh, i was i was and the the kind of the champion i the process i was championing for is just the simple of get it or don't rent it or don't just just that because i find a, a number system to be too for, for me as as somebody who looks at that I don't know if I would want to put a game, put a number to it. It 
I would rather do something. In the end, I would buy this game for its price. Or buy it, wait for it to go on Steam sale, or don't buy it. Yeah. I um, like yeah, that I, because that's a little more tangible to the people. Yeah, I don't think you need to do numbers. Everybody does numbers. So yeah, that's why I want to open it up to you guys and kind of at large have a discussion of what what do you guys think of reviews? Obviously, Keith, you are somebody who does reviews um, and uses has, has a numerical system either that you use or has been impo- imposed on you. I'm not going to have you answer which of those is it is. It was there when I got there. It was there when you got there. Perfect. But I didn't mind it. You didn't I mind didn't it. I didn't mind it. Yeah. So there because you go. That's that's the way, you know, that's, that's how... That's how they do the things? ...system is, and so that's what it is. Uh, and then Chris, as somebody who I will probably end up reviewing games with, and also has gaming experience and knowledge, as your Facebook picture post shows. Oh man! Oh man! Uh, did I did I tell you that uh, gaming experience story? You told me. I was you. Yeah, you okay. messaged me while it was happening. I enjoyed that. I was having a discussion about overall just gaming things. I'm not going to go into the specifics of it because it's not totally related to the show. But um, I said that I didn't know if there were people of a certain type um, within GTA. I didn't know any. I didn't know specifics of GTA. Right. Um, and this person went to me and said, "I would much prefer to speak to you on a. Uh, I, I would prefer to discuss this with you if you had a broader experience in gaming." <laughs> oh, um, the internets! The internets! Oh my God, it was so great. The, yeah. the individual in question, uh, I had a dis- I discussed with a few times. We, we talked about a few games, mostly um, Overwatch and pretty much anything else that would be hugely marketed. Um, right, PlayStation games. Uh, not saying that there's anything wrong with PlayStation games, but. I promptly uh, made a, an image of me wiping my tears away with five pages of my Steam library. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I, when when this was going on, Chris, you you, mess, you were messaging me while this was happening, and I'm just sitting there just going like, so just, I believe that the exact, I, I, I am going to quote this, uh, because I do believe that this quote needs to be out there. I will, if I need to, if I'm not going to quote it, I will paraphrase Mm-hmm. Um, but just the, the wording that was, that was used here, uh, give me a second. I have to kind of back up a little bit. I have the picture too, which I, I, okay. I yes, please link that. I, I will, I will, picture. I will, I will link the picture. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Uh, uh, let me see here. The podcast and that. Uh, I was told by this person, and I'm paraphrasing, I was turned by this person that my gaming experiences weren't diverse enough. We were talking about a monic topic into gaming, and I wanted to do a view of the different topic and turn me down by and, and saying I was academically dishonest. At which point you then proceed to list your gaming credentials to me, which I happen to know very well, because <laughs> I believe at a previous employment opportunity where I hired you, we went over oh, yes. that exact thing. That was my second question in the interview. Yeah, uh, question one was if I knew how fast, if I knew how, uh, something about hard drives, if I knew how to... I don't remember the exact thing. But it, it was, was about RPMs hard and hard drives. I gave you a false yeah. positive question. You told me it was false. And at that point, I just turned it into so, a yeah, normal conversation. Enough. Yeah. 
But needless to say, <laughs> I, I I couldn't I couldn't help but like just sit there and go, Are you, is she fucking serious? And I just looked. <laughs> is she serious? <laughs> okay. I mean. Meanwhile, I do what live stream on, uh, like what four people's channels. Yep. I have. What was it? Fifty-four videos. I have fifty-four videos on my on my channel, my YouTube channel. Um, I, I believe. Let me run down my gaming resume. Started at two. Opportunity to go pro in Halo three. Halo three. Top one thousand players in Dawngate. Five hundred plus games on across multiple consoles. Fifteen years of conventions of gaming. A YouTuber, podcaster, reviewer. Yep. Not not anything worth mentioning. Oh, and a shoutcaster for Doom twenty sixteen. <laughs> Um, there's, there's one more in there that, uh, that didn't get mentioned that I totally forgot about until I was scrolling down and I'm like, oh, that's another dead game. Um, there was another MOBA that came out that I don't remember the name of off the top of my head and I was the number one player in that. Uh, and I was the reason why Gigantic changed their system for, um, one character. <laughs> there's a thing. So yeah. yeah, so yes, obviously, <laughs> reeling it back as to, as to people who are looking to be doing reviews, uh, and the fact that we get to kind of develop our own system. I we I know have, what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> I'm not saying that I know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm probably looking at it as as somebody who's planning on reviewing games as a whole is just like, a you're gonna get my opinion. Yeah, that, well, that's that's what it is. We we have it's it's just an opinion. If you don't like it, you're free to buy the game. We can't stop you. We're only going to give what we see. And if you if you don't think we have a diversity of gaming, there's my resume for you. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. Like, so um. Oh my god, it's just so funny. I know. Anything anything else? Because I know I've kind of run the gambit through here, and we've kind of had a more of a discussion-based show than we have an actual, like, show show. But it's been... Yeah, we did stick to our formula, because we don't have Will here, who actually knows the Will, formula. Will knows the formula. <laughs> he has the recipe, and he won't share it with anybody. Well, he'll sh he shares it with no, me. He will. He, he will. It, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a document on Google Drive. I just I don't think I have it pulled up. I know Chris doesn't have it pulled up. I don't know if we shared it with you, Keith. No, uh, but yeah, like there, he does a <laughs> podcast flow and puts links on it. You should just be happy. I was here like half an hour before we actually started the show. It's hilarious because Will himself is more prepared than we are just in general. But we 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 did the most preparation without him. We usually do. That's probably that probably has we prepared quality of work. We did things, so <laughs> I think before we this devolves into anything further, or I start breaking out the brandy, I think we'll call it for the night. I think so. Okay. Like, we, have to, we have to do a thing still, me and James. Um, we have to do more inebriated gaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we we're going to do our reviews, man, right? Yeah. It took me Why four not? shots to get through. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our system. How much alcohol we had to consume. I blacked out at level five. <laughs> <laughs> I give this a, a, a two shots. I give this a boy, I was hung over in the morning. I give this a light beer and, uh, you know, a grilled cheese sandwich. I give this a white girl wasted. 
<laughs> oh my! Yeah, oh my! I give that's this a bad game. That's I a give bad, that's low rating. I give this a wine spritzer and a sea breeze. <laughs> oh no! It's like what does that even mean, D- dude? <laughs> like no game review has the same thing. I give this one a Molotov cocktail. That's well, not even a drink. <laughs> Basically the same review system as Conan. Exactly. <laughs> I give this a sex on the beach with a uh, with a Cowboy strong cocktail. bourbon ta- chaser. <laughs> I give this a screwdriver, but not the drink. <laughs> just, just a screwdriver. <laughs> Phillips or flat blade? <laughs> um, it's, I was uh... hammered, but not with alcohol, an actual hammer. <laughs> No, that's going to be my LARP review. That's your LARP review. <laughs> I was hammered. Um, yeah, I think I think we should wrap it up before we devolve into just you yep. know, half an hour. So you can find us here at Game Won't Play Itself. We have lots of media links and stuff. Obviously, if you're watching this, you probably already found us on one of our various social medias. So f- follow us on the rest of it. Mr. Mm-hmm. Keith Dunn Hernandez, where can we find you? Keith Dunn Fernandez. Fernandez. See, see, you're paying attention. I'm glad you noticed that. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Keith P. Dunn. My, um, well, and then I have another Twitter handle also. It's at xbone180. And then um, I have an address. I live at seven. Tw- no, I'm not going to give you that. <laughs> my social. Um, my phone is- number is two. No, I'm not going to give you that either. Um, on PSN, I am son of Odie uh, with uh, it's S O N underscore O F underscore O T T I E. And then uh, on PSNation.com, you can find me on there under Keith Dunn hyphen Fernandez. Or uh, Son of Odie, again, like that, and stuff and junk. And Chris, where can we find you? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on the Twitters, at Hergelman. You can find me on the Facebook. Also, I made a page that's not very pretty and has nothing on it. Uh, Also, Hergelman. Uh, You can find me here on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Hergelman. Uh, you can also find me on the YouTubes at youtube.com slash thehergleman. That is thehergleman. And of course, you can also find my game company page on Facebook. Plague Doctor Entertainment. Spread it to your friends. (laughs) Very clever made this years ago okay <laughs> is that it i think that's yeah, it that's, uh, that's pretty that's pretty good who was our guest again today i guess me okay well thank uh thank you uh spike for coming along for this ride uh keith i can't <laughs> wait to see you next week uh in our podcast uh, the game won't play itself <laughs> well, somebody had to technically engineer this thing so <laughs> Thanks for showing up, guys. It was a ton of fun. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Oh, I didn't do my thing. That's okay. It's still rolling. And I will see you in the next video. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>